0: Hi guys, it's John and Michael with another episode of the Western Corner Flag. Now, as you notice, we are sitting about 1.5 metres away from each other as we do not want to be shut down by the Australian government. Mm. And so, yes, please continue to like, share, and subscribe to all of our uploads. Mm. Please tell your friends to do the same. And please, please, we're begging you, (laughs) basically, (laughs) leave any comments on our Facebook page or on our our YouTube episodes because we want to hear from you and we want to know what you would like to see us talk about um, in in relation to the A-League or Mm. other things. And we have a policy where we read every comment. So, (coughs) leave a comment, we will read it. Yes! Okay, so moving on, what's first Michael? Alright, so I've got um, an article that was
1: published on March the 28th and it's just regarding uh, the Glory players. Um, So as a lot of our viewers probably know, um, a lot of workplaces have been shut down as a result of the incident, um, which has has left a lot of people without pay, uh, which is a really sad thing. so, the A-League players are actually considering, um, legal, sorry, the Glory players are considering legal action after they had been stood down. Um, in this article, it is published by Fox Sports, it states that they will seek their reinstatement and the imposition of significant fines in excess of $600,000 in relation to the Fair Work Act. So, the Fair Work Act is the main piece of employment legislation um, in Australia. Um, and they're basically, you know, trying to—they're going to try and get their lost wages back um, off Tony Sage. Um, it doesn't say what section they're going to pursue legal action under, um, so it'll be interesting to see if it actually goes through. This is um, two weeks old, but personally, I think it's kind of—I mean, I don't see how it's any different from you know people who might have worked in hospitality and they could have lost their jobs uh, due to lack of business and restrictions on trade. Um, But yeah, we'll just have to keep an eye on that and see um, what happens because if it does go through and they do get their wages back, it could set a precedent. Um, It's a shame they don't have uh, Chris Harold
0: as part of the legal team. He could have, um, you know, boosted their claim. Or um, they could always apply for the JobKeeper payment. Well, because that's that's all Mm -hmm. the rage at the moment. I guess the issue is, though, uh, their overseas players aren't... um, Fair enough. Yeah. Well, sh- surely a the deal could be struck mm. to yeah, the work FFA, that out. I think the FFA should, should have stepped in. FFA or maybe yeah. FIFA even. Yeah. They've got that war chest. Yeah, definitely. But war. yeah, so let us know what you think about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can, we'll, re- we'll reply to you in, in, yeah. in the comment section. Whose side are you on? Tony Sage's? For the players. Yes, yeah. alright. Right. Okay, so the next topic is uh, whether the FFA should completely review the, the structure of not only the A-League but mm-hmm. the lower leagues as well. Now this was brought up in an article from the raw website, and it's basically said that James Johnson, the FFA C- CEO, was considering reviewing all levels of the footballing pyramid in Australia, and he was also going to include the, the Australian men's team coach, uh, Graham Arnold, in these uh, in this review as well. So that. Uh, he was. He asked Graham Arnold. He's, he's asked Graham Arnold to give uh, his thoughts and uh, insights on how best to develop the game in Australia. And he said nothing is off the table at the moment. So hopefully, Graham Arnold. Uh, takes Mark Vaduka's comments yeah. um, in mind when he's uh, doing this research and hopefully he presents to James Johnson all the, the findings that yes, we need to have the de- clear and defined player pathways from grassroots football to the ec- the. Game with the A League and the W League, mm-hmm. and whether it should uh, include uh, a second division with promotion and relegation. Now, that was that article. Yes, was uh, made earlier in the week, so nothing has happened as yet. Mm-hmm. But we would love to know what your thoughts are on. That uh, on that potential review. So as always, please leave a, a comment on whether you would like to see the eight of uh, the footballing structure be reviewed and what to what should be included in that football review. All right. Yeah, just <clears throat> just on that mark for doing oh, yeah. that interview. He um he pretty yes. much he pretty
1: much roasted the current. Um, state of the way football is is governed in this country and he had some uh, pretty uh, I guess insightful comments about the um, Asian Cup in 2007 about how we um, yeah he had a lot of reasons about why we didn't do so well um, particularly in relation to one individual yes one (laughs) individual in particular
0: by the name of um, Lucas Neal Mr. Lucas Neal (laughs) yeah um, he was not happy about Lucas Neal
1: yeah, he said he was trying to undermine him, um, and he said a lot of the players um, before that Asian Cup, they, because they had obviously played a full season in Europe, they kind of wanted to take that, you know, as their summer break, and they weren't um, motivated. And um, he, yeah, he he really didn't like um, Lucas Neil. and He also talked about how him and Harry Kuehl had a little bit of a feud at one
0: point as well. So. Mm. Mm. And basically. Um Mark Mm Baduca has basically said, uh, "Raise the issues of uh, what the potential upcoming review into Mm -hmm. football is going to be." So it's great to see that James Johnson is listening to uh, people's advice on football. Mm -hmm. It's just that previous uh, management of the FFA. Should have done that yeah. when A either the A League started, mm-hmm. B or, or or B when Australia uh, moved into the Asian Confederation from the Oceania Confederation, but so that's taken about fifteen to 30, or thirteen to fifteen years to get it right. So we understand well a lot of pressure is going to be placed on James Johnson so mm. and he's just started the job in January and everything is blown up in his face at the moment so we wait to see on what his decisions are yeah. going forward so just we'll give him a bit of time mm. at least maybe three or four seasons because yeah. it's no, none of these things is going. To, none of these things are going to be solved very quickly at the moment. But mm. yeah, and that's I think cool. as
1: long as a lot of um, former high-profile players start stepping out and kind of, you know, um, not necessarily roast the way it's being managed, but point out the flaws in a constructive way.
0: Yeah, so, I mean yeah. that's always. Mm-hmm. I think it, it needed Mark Viduka to yeah. to initially uh, give them kick up the pants mm-hmm. because all the other Asian nations are doing this player development yeah. pathways. They've got clearly defined player development pathways yeah. and as you can see um, with the last World Cup qualification, um, yeah. the, Asi- the Asian other Asian nations are actually improving at a rate which we're not that uh, we are not at the stage. At this stage, and their domestic leagues are doing the same. So, that. Um, but as I said, it'll have to wait for mm-hmm. the review to be done, and the review, if it's to be done, has to be done properly, mm-hmm. and that will take time. But we sh- and we should give allow for that time. Mm-hmm. Alright, so moving on to the next topic, Um, it is
1: in regards to some American investors eyeing daily. Uh, This is cool. Um, They don't seem to be scammers, unlike uh, previous parties that have been interested in um, glory. (laughs) But um, just some info um, on who they are. So it's US Investment Bank Park Lane. Um,
0: So I haven't heard um, much about them, but... No, but... uh, well only the only thing I could find on them is that mm. they uh, are an investment group mm. that invest have invested in most of the major sporting codes in America mm. and are looking to do that with Australia yeah. and they are looking to do that not just the A-league but mm. m- most of the sporting leagues around. Uh, in, in the country, like other sporting leagues in Australia as well, such yeah. as the uh, AFL and the NRL. Mm-hmm. And just not, not buying into specific teams, but actually buying whole the entire league. So yeah. this could be a way that the, F, the A-League and the FFA uh, could be saved from this current situation <clears throat> yeah, especially
1: due to the fact that um, I think Fox Sports have stated that if that A League doesn't resume by
0: June the thirtieth, they're going to pull the plug on their on their rights deal, and yeah. and then the A League will possibly Be dead. go 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 under unless they manage to get onto another mm. platform such as Optus Sports or Dozone, which yeah. is launching in <laughs> Australia. If in- there's any Optus
1: employees watching this, um, please. Uh, Tell your CEO to buy uh, the rights to the A-League Yes, save us. please. Um, and just from the article, it states that currently three teams are seeking new owners. Um, Newcastle Jets, Central Coast and Perth Glory are looking to get an investor,
0: a stakeholder. Yes, because um, Tony Sage can't do it all, unfortunately. Yeah. He's f- sunk $35 million mm. into this club yeah. and... For little to, to to no reward at this stage, yeah. I mean, last season they won the champ, like they won the premier they won they are the premiers yeah. of last season, but that took them eighteen or nineteen years to do. So,
1: yeah, well, Tony Sage seems pretty switched on. Um, I guess he didn't sell to the scammers, so hopefully, yeah. But he is to. still their chairman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: technically. <Definitely. laughs> Yeah. But, alright, okay. Um, Moving on to the next topic. Yes, okay. So, and another uh, article that came out from The Raw mm. last month was talking about the future of Australian pop- sport and saying that bigger isn't usually better. Mm. So with the A League it is quite small in the Australian sporting landscape yeah. as compared to other sporting codes such as the AFL, the NRL and maybe even rugby like the the Super Rugby tournament. But that is debatable in different circles. But they basically said that uh, they're all crying out, that all of the sporting codes are seeking um, bailouts from the Australian government, because just to keep themselves going at the moment, so that the, each competition can survive. and the FFA is no different. They're asking they're planning to up or they're asking the Australian government or a bailout package. I'm not sure if the Australian government is going to give them that. And they've also asked FIFA if they can also receive some of their $4.8 billion <laughs> that is just lying around in the FIFA coffers. Did they, did they get half of that
1: 4.8 billion as a result of uh, the bribes for the 2010 uh, 2022 World Cup?
0: <clears throat> Maybe. Alrighty, moving on. (laughs) We do not want to get caught up in that. Um, So, I
1: found an article, it doesn't relate to the A-League, but um, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, So we are going global in this section. Going to have to call it the international corner flag. Um, (laughs) But it's just in relation to the Belgian League. Um, So it is from last week. and it states that Belgium are the first country to cancel the rest of their season entirely, so no postponement, no playing the games at a later date. It's just finished. Um, so they have crowned uh, Bruges as their champion. Um, they had a fantastic season. They only, uh, sorry, uh, the only loss they had was on the 10th of November against Antwerp. Um, so yeah, I just I think this is kind of interesting because even though I mean Belgium's not. Um, in the top hierarchy of the European uh, football leagues. I'd say that's more France, Italy, Spain, England. But I think Belgium would be the next tier-under. Sort of be alongs- alongside the Netherlands, uh, Portugal, um, yeah, all those, all those second-tier countries. Um, and it's just interesting to see if it's going to kind of roll over into other leagues. Are they going to just decide to suspend it, or are they going to um, continue it?
0: Um, know the EPL are... Considering playing, what was it like? Ninety-two games, yeah. in thirty-five days, yeah. and a lot of players and team officials are not happy with that. Mm. I mean, Liverpool would be happy with that because mm. that's the only way they can win yeah. the yeah. champ, the the league this season. But a lot of other teams are not happy with it because it's just too many games. They're running the risk of Injuring. their players getting seriously injured and, yeah, it, they just can't afford the logistics of mm. that.
1: And the only criticism I have for sort of um, just cancelling all the games and handing a champion um, the trophy is, what about the teams that get relegated? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I,
0: mean, I mean, there's no talk about that yeah. in, in any of the leagues. Oh, I mean, none of the other leagues have cancelled mm. their seasons. Yeah. Uh, but,
1: but I think they, they actually could <clears throat> pursue legal action as well. Um, they could seek damages because, especially in England, um, just staying up in the Premier League, you get like 100 million pounds like or something. Yeah, so.
0: And our favourite English team is Leeds at the moment. They're sitting top of the the English Championship with six rounds to go or seven rounds Mm -hmm. to go. Uh, And if the English football season is completely Mm cancelled, they won't get promoted, which will make a lot of uh, Leeds fans that have been wanting to see Mm. Leeds in the Premier League um, since. For the first time since 2001, Mm. Uh, very disappointed and possibly want to leave the English football season. Mm. But they can join the A League. Yeah, um, definitely. We'd welcome them. We would welcome them and their potential Qatar owners. Uh, Further to that, the FFA is also meeting, having a, a meeting to decide whether or not to continue the A-League season uh, on the 22nd of April. So, uh, stay tuned for those updates on that. Thank you for watching the video. Oh,
1: we got one more segment. Oh, jeez.
0: Oh, completely forgot. It was just in regards to
1: the Belarusian League. Uh, Wow. This is currently the only league being played at the moment. got some information. Um, So, as of um, this week, this channel is officially a Slutska fan channel as well, (laughs) as they are the only, well, sorry, uh, as this is the, Belarusian is the only league that is currently still going, Um, although there are rumours in Belarus that a lot of fans are boycotting um, the league, so it'll be interesting to see if it does um, stay on. Um, And... Just give you some stats about the team uh, that we are currently going to cover um, in the next few weeks. We're going to cover some of their games, talk about some of their players. Um, One of them did follow me on Instagram, so shout out to him. (laughs) Um, uh, So, FK Slutska, since they were promoted in 2013, um, they have finished between 7th and 12th in each of their Belarusian Premier League seasons. Um, Among the eight ever-present Belarusian Premier League teams since 2014, Slutska have won the fewest points, sorry, have won the fewest points of all eight. Um, so they've gotten 215 points in 181 games. So
0: Wow, so you can see why we support them. <laughs> being glory fans. Uh, Slutska's best finish in
1: the Belarusian Premier League was achieved during the, achieved during the 2017 season, where they came seventh. So again, you know, being a glory fan, we understand these um, struggles. Mediocrity. Um, An interesting stat is that they have already won two league games in three attempts this season. It took them 12 games last season to win two league games. Wow. Um, And they are currently, as of today, fourth, sorry. I thought they were third, but they are on seven points alongside Dynamo Breast, Um, and then in second we have Energec BGU on nine points, so... Two points off second, not doing too bad. And um, one of their star players that we've already seen a lot of memes about is uh, Artan Sidik. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he actually played in the Russian Premier League, so fun fact there. But now he has chosen to possibly step it up and go into a harder league, uh, the Belarusian League. Ooh. <laughs> Controversy. <laughs> Controversy. Um, Just
0: from the guy who was... felt that the Lucas Neal tackle was, should have, uh, that penalty yeah. from that 2006 World Cup, around the 16 match. Oh. Maybe that's why they're doing just hating on him as well. Oh yes. Oh
1: yeah. Oh anyway, guess we've got to wrap it up. Yeah.
0: I mean, it has gone for over 20 minutes. Okay. So, thank you for watching this episode of the Western Corner Flag. Please like, share, and subscribe on our YouTube page mm. and on our Facebook page. And please leave us any comments mm. on either page. Thank you for watching, guys. Stay safe, we're all in this together.